Hello and welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we'll be interviewing most worshipful brother Don McKenzie, Grandmaster of British Columbia in the Yukon, about Zoom meetings and Masonic etiquette. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. This evening, we have the usual four brothers who are part of our crew here on Very Worshipful Brother Matthew Apple, and we have Very Worshipful Brother David Colbeth, uh, Worshipful Brother Steve Chung, and Right Worshipful Brother Trevor McCune, our usual gang of hosts. And we have not one, not two, but three uh, special guests at our meeting this evening. We have Brother Chris Crota, who's on the Technology Committee, Right Worshipful Brother Rick Causey, who's the Grand Director of Ceremonies, and most worshipful brother, Don McKenzie, Grand Master, all of the most worshipful Grand Lodge of ancient Korean accepted Masons of British Columbia and the Yukon. Thank you all for being here, especially Grand Master. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Can I go now? <laughs> uh, so, thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you, Matthew. It's uh, nice to be back with, with all of you. Uh, I think the last time I was here, I was only Grand Master for about three or four days. So I didn't really have a heck of a lot to report, but... I, this evening, I'd just like to go on with what we've done and what we've tried to do in the Grand Lodge this year, and that is uh, mostly get everyone connected and engaged, and I think it's really worked at this point. We've, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we've really uh, encouraged all the district deputies to get their, their districts meeting on Zoom, and it was uh, met with quite a bit of apprehension at first, and then the more we pushed, the better it got, so... I think right, the last couple of months, we've really seen an uptick and everyone thinking outside the box. And it's, uh, it's very heartening from our end to see uh, our, our work finally coming to fruition. Uh, I couldn't have done all this work without our Grand Director of Ceremonies and all of our district deputies who have really put an awful lot into it this year. Uh, my theme this year was Improvise, Adapt and Overcome. And we've really lived up to that that uh that theme so far and uh, we have to do a little more work towards it but uh we're in a lot better shape than we were when we started in june um first things first i think before when i met you the last time we hadn't had our district deputy training so that was the first thing that we did on zoom and it uh, really worked out very well and what we've done is uh hold monthly meetings with our district deputies all around the jurisdiction. And uh, the district deputies have really stepped up and uh, done a lot of work. And we've had terrific success at getting just about every district deputy on our Zoom meetings. And I don't think that previously in the Grand Lodge, I don't think we've had as much participation with the district deputies, especially right off the bat. Like we worked all summer getting uh, ready to open in September. Uh, and I must say to no avail because things got worse and I had to shut it down. And that's another whole situation, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, yes, we uh, then when we came back, we had uh, uh, a couple of districts give some suggestions on how we could engage the brethren. And one of, that, one of those was having 
official visits of the Grand Master and District Deputy Grand Master's official visits to the district. And uh, we just started doing that in the last month and a bit. I think the first uh, District Deputy meeting we had was in December, and that went very well. And we've had a couple, couple more to this date, and I think it's uh, really working out. We've had one Grand Master's official visit to District 5, and uh, we had the Zoom set for plus 100, and at, uh, by quarter to the seven, we had 102 on there, I think it was. So we, we would have had 150 on the, on the Zoom meeting, which was very heartening. And I think it went very well. District 5 did a fantastic job of uh, organizing a, a trial, pro, not a protocol, but a interim process. Um, and I think uh, the whole meeting went quite, quite well. And uh, we're, we're going to have another uh, district deputy meeting in uh, our Grand Master's official visit to District 23 on the 23rd. So it's, we're hoping that that one's going to run better. And of course, we've got the Zoom set up so we can have quite a few more people. I think, uh, I think with the, the more people, it, it makes a few more issues going forward. And uh, Brother Crota has done a fantastic job of uh, supporting the grand line this year with the technology. I think uh, we have to embrace this technology because really it's all we have and it's really working quite well. Um, some of the problems we've had doing it is the biggest problem was setting up the suite in the, in the official visit. That created a bit of a, an issue, but I think we got through it now and I think we've got it pretty much organized. Um, uh, some of the next issues we had was uh, how to have everybody signed in. So it didn't make too much work for the tech technological guys that were on, on the meeting. You know, like uh, you can only have so many of Mary's iPads before it gets confusing. You know? um, can I stop here for a sec? Please. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I had a question. That, did you, had, had you come up with your motto? Um, prior to the the situation we are in, or is that was that spontaneously yeah, yeah. developed? It was prior to, but I, I had a pretty good indication as to what we were going to be facing. So, boy, what a match! Yeah, no kidding. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked out pretty well. But uh, uh, yeah, we, you know, it, it, I got to say though, you know, it, it's taken um, a lot from Grand Lodge's uh, efforts uh, and you guys pushing to make it happen on Zoom. And I can I can tell you that from all the meetings that I've been on around, um, I guess, North America right now, because I've been all over the place in Zoom, uh, brethren are really appreciating it. And um, I was on a meeting the other night where they talked about your official visit. And, um, you know, the, there was a lot of comments about you know, it, it's great how Grand Lodge has put the effort towards um, trying to make it as normal as possible um, while still being done through Zoom. And uh, I, I just thought it was great. It was great feedback that I was hearing. Well, I think I think it was a great tool to use to calm the brethren down over this last while, especially after September when we had to shut things down. And um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think um, my record for the day was six Zoom meetings, but usually uh, on average, I do seven nights a week, and it's usually at least two 
per evening. So 15 to 18 a week. So, and and we're, you we're grateful and that you're choosing What's that? And now you're choosing to spend your, your evening with us <laughs> <Go for it. laughs> on another Zoom meeting. I, I salute your uh, stamina, sir. <laughs> you, you I don't know whether it's stamina, but it's, uh, it's easy to get Zoomed out. It is. It is really easy to get Zoomed out. And you know what? When they, when they told you, or when you started in that line, I think they said, there's only, you can only go to one meeting a night anyways, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was then. This is now, right? <laughs> one, one night we went to Whitehorse. We went to Vancouver, the tip of Vancouver Island up the other way. It's amazing. It's amazing how far you can travel and you don't even put any miles on. <laughs> yeah. Very good. I think that uh, that six meeting day, what, it culminated in the Vancouver Building Association meeting. I think I was on, well, I was on there and you mentioned something about being up at six o'clock in the morning for your first <laughs> Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have uh, principal officers meeting some days and then, then you might go on for a 150 anniversary committee meeting and then sometimes we've actually caught three meetings in an evening from say seven o'clock or six thirty if it starts early and if it goes till late thirty nine. Sometimes it it uh, it uh, makes the brethren happy just to see us pop in for a few minutes, you know, uh, just or sign in with them and say uh, I'll try to get back, but I've scheduled for another meeting. Like quite often, I have all the Grand Lodge officers and they phone every night about 5.30 or 6. And I have a whiteboard over here with about 35 or 40 Zoom meetings on it. So then that's why I don't want the Zoom links. I just want the Zoom numbers, right? Because it's much easier to keep track of and you don't have to go through back through a whole bunch of emails and cut and paste stuff to send it to them. It's just much easier to just have the numbers. But yes, the, the Grand Line's been fantastic. Where are we going tonight, Grandmaster? You know, like it's been re really good. I know my yeah. wife is getting confused too because we'll sit down to supper and she'll say, so what are you doing tonight? And I'll say, well, if weather holds, I said, I'll be in Creston or I'll be in Kamloops or I'll be in whatever. And she looks at me and she says, you really enjoy saying that? And I said, well, yeah, I do. I said, because the, the travel end of it is still a component of it. But it's really nice to be able to get out there and talk to uh, the brothers all over the our jurisdiction. And uh, yeah, it's like the Grandmaster says, it, it's marvelous to, to be out there. You know, I, I was uh, uh, really impressed with the uh, District 5. Um, it's like they did, they pre-wrote ritual and stuff for uh, their opening and closing. Don't use and that word, sir. Uh, well, yeah, okay. So <laughs> they... they, they reworded their openings and closings and it would be really great if that if that kind of verbiage was shared um with the ones that are are planning their visits as they're coming up because i know that it's a common thing that they're asking well we're not doing regular ritual so what do we do to open and close and because a lot of them don't get to come to your grandmaster's official visits they have no idea yet so you know i'm just going to suggest if if somebody could forward that out to the guys that are planning coming up, that would really be helpful. Just to let you know that um, it is going out to all the district deputies uh, because it's a great little template. Um, what I call it is a script. So it's a script that we have in order to be able to, to, uh, to have a temporary process for virtual meetings. Right. So you'll notice that I really try to stay away from words like ritual and ceremony because 
those are entrenched in, in the in the constitution regulation. We don't do that, right? So with the online, we've been told we can't do that. So we've found another uh, another way to be able to say this is what we're going to do. So it's a temporary process with a set of guidelines. So That's we have a script that goes along with it. And yep, it'll be out there to uh, all the district deputies if they want to share it with their uh, with their um, uh, worshipful masters and the secretaries in their districts. There is no problem with it. It's a temporary process. Once we go back to in-person, this is going to be uh, um, put aside. We'll start working on it for a contingency plan for in the future if we ever end up in another thing like this. But then it'll go through... Uh, the protocol committee so that we'll have something standardized, voted on uh, at Grand Lodge so that we've got something we can pull off the shelf or uh, take out of a disc, a disc, take off of a uh, thumb drive or whatever and plug it in and away we go. So would that fall under, do, that fall under improvise, adapt, or overcome, Rick? Uh, yes. <laughs> All three, worship master or grand pretty master. Much, pretty much. So do you foresee that the, um, I, I was just spitballing with a couple other guys the other day, and we were talking about once we get back to normal, if when having um, in-person meetings again, that it would be really cool to be able to Zoom in people who weren't present. So we have our lodge, for instance, has a guy who lives in Wisconsin and another couple in Arizona and that sort of thing. And it'd be really cool to be able to Zoom these guys in for maybe not the ritual part of the meeting, but the business part of the meeting. Do you foresee that being an, an option in the future or? It would take some time in order to be able to get there because what we have right now is if we have a tiled meeting, no one else is supposed to be able to come in and we can't secure that individual site. So that creates a little bit of a problem. What we're suggesting for, for individuals to do now is invite those distant brethren to a general purposes meeting that you can have on Zoom. You know, until we can get the bugs worked out and like that. I, 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 I am, uh, I can't say enough about the support that uh, we've received from the uh, tech committee and getting us to where we are, but there's a whole lot of things that we still need to be able to do. Yeah. You know, and I'll just, I'll just throw it as an example here. It says that we can vote electronically. And some individuals have taken that to be that we can vote from our homes or from a lodge hall or whatever the case may be. That was never the intent. The intent was to have an electronic paddle in your hand on the floor of the annual convention, uh, the annual communication and cast your ballot. That was for tabulation expediency on the floor. But here's something else that we don't have. When we put that, when we said that we could do that, we no longer have the ability in the wording there to say that we can vote by pen and paper. We, we eliminated that. We still have the ability to be able to go with a show of hands. That's okay. So um, the Grand Master just shared with me a paper that came up from the, from the uh, Grand Lodge of Washington from the uh, junior grand warden there, uh, a fellow by the uh, right worship brother Martin. And He's identified the same issue as what we have here. So when we make a change constitutionally or on the regulations, we have to make sure that we think down the road, you know, the future, what will this change do? Does that eliminate what we've been doing? 
Will it enhance what we're going to be able to do in the future? And what are we doing in the middle of the road? So we have to have all of those components together so that we don't hamstring ourselves again by saying, oh, we can do this, but you can't do that anymore. So we, we have to have some strategic thinking and some planning here to talk about how do we go into the future? I'm sorry, Grandmaster, that, that's very long-winded of me, and I'll, I'll uh, quiet down now. Keep talking, Rick. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would add to what Rick said that I don't think any past grandmaster, as in any of the jurisdictions, we were on the Western Conference of Grandmasters, covered all of uh, California, Mexico, Hawaii. I don't think any one of those grandmasters had to go through before what the current grand lines are going through at the same time. That's one of the consensus we came up with on the weekend. And it's uh, it's very nice to see some of these things coming to fruition. Like there's there's a certain number of lodges in our jurisdiction that had not had a meeting since most worshipful brother Franklin was Grand Master. So they had not engaged their brother. We uh, encouraged them to do it. We offered to give them help setting up Zoom meetings. And uh, just as of the last month or month and a half, it's really came to, to see that it's working. We had one meeting the other day when we were having our official visit of one lodge that had not met since two th late 2019. So it's fantastic. Um, what else would I say? Uh, yeah, just all of the Grand Lodges are going through the same thing and all have different things that they've had in their constitution or or uh, Masonic code. Uh, like, for instance, Matt, uh, Washington. Washington, you you can have open installations. We don't have open installations in our, in our ritual. So mm -hmm. to do that, we really should take it to the Florida Grand Lodge first to make sure that, that gets done properly. And what was another one that was really came up there the other day? That, uh, like Alberta, as they were conferring degrees up until December, degrees, installations, they were doing it all, but they put it all in, in charge of the worshipful master of the district if they figured they were safe, as long as they met with uh, the provincial health codes, et cetera, they were able to do it. And they did it by health jurisdiction. So that's probably the way we're going to have to do it when we try to work our way out of this mess. And, uh, I think we'd be very neglectful if we didn't do something for the grand lines that follow us so that they never have to go through exactly what we've had to go through. It's, it's been an amazing journey. And uh, I think during the whole journey that I've had, I've got to see some of the very good things that our brethren do and some of the things that are not quite so very good. But, you know, we've, we've had to, we've seen a whole the whole of Freemasonry. And I think with us going to their meetings, we've uh, helped an awful lot. And whether this is right or not, but there's been a, a history of us and them for many, many years. I think we've done an awful lot to help with that because we just go to a lodge. <clears throat> okay, guys, we're here. What do you want to know? And I think that's a little out of character before, as I said, the grandmaster would just go in he'd, plan his visits and he'd go and do his visits but we haven't been able to do that so we have to uh, maybe do a little more 
damage control a long way. And I think it's worked. I, I really do think it's worked. Yeah, some lodges, they're not used to the grandmaster just popping into their meeting because they don't live in the area, you know? So it's a little different when all of a sudden there's a, oh, no, no, he's brought a couple grand line officers with him too. Oh, we, we, we don't have anything properly prepared. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> but they forget that it's not a real meeting. It's a, it's a board of general purpose or, or, you know, um, festive board type uh, purposes. Right. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> but, uh, I think they're all getting used to it and, and they're all uh, liking the fact that you're everywhere. You're everywhere. You know, that Don, he's everywhere. But uh, another thing is if they ask either the deputy grandmaster, the senior grand warden or the junior grand warden, if they ask a question, they get the same answer, whether I'm there or not. And that's very, very gratifying on my, my part because uh, we spent an awful lot of time working together. We realized the, the odd circumstance we're in and we're just trying to make the best of a for circumstance. If I could interject here and roll back a bit. Uh, Rick, you were talking about voting and balloting earlier. Yes. And you have to be careful when you're taking items out of our constitution that you put it in context and look at other parts of the constitution. Our constitution says that a ballot means to vote upon secretly the method of secret voting. So yes, we can only vote by a show of hands and uh, by electronic means in Grand Lodge, balloting is something separate and we do that by paper. So we don't have to rewrite the constitution. It's part of a whole. We just have to make sure that everybody understands it. I think that was more my point there, Trevor, yeah. that people are all over the map and they say, well, it says okay. this, but they're not looking at it in, in, in the whole picture. Uh, I, can, I can tell you that in the Grand Secretary's office, Easily a quarter of the inquiries I get in any given any time period uh, are questions about the Constitution in which I am awfully tempted to simply go say, go read the Constitution. Now, front to back, I don't take it in isolation. Sorry? I said, you can't take a piece in isolation. You got to read the whole thing and understand it. Uh, and I've spent a lot of time correcting issues in our Constitution because people have made changes without realizing that it affects other sections. That's a digression. Uh, no, but that's a perfect digression because that's what hits us all the time. Well, why can't you do this? And then you end up spending five minutes longer than that you wanted to do because you have to give the background. You've got to give the, the history of why we're there. So I agree with you, Trevor. That's 100%. Yeah. I do too, but there's, uh, I think we could do possibly just some housekeeping once we're able to have a Grand Lodge. Have you got that with you, that thing that I sent, Rick? I just, was just trying to find it and I couldn't Which find one? That, uh, that the Grand Judy Lodge Grand of Washington. Washington had, yeah. I have it right here. But just a couple of those instances, just by changing a word. Yeah, let me, I can uh, pick that up for you. While he's uh, looking for that, I was just wanted to note that the Grand Master of Washington, uh, gosh, I guess about a week and a half ago, issued a letter uh, mm -hmm. clarifying what we can do moving forward. <clears throat> excuse me, moving forward with our meetings here in Washington, and uh, so he is essentially uh, in the letter he's declaring all the lodges at their stated meeting times open in ample form, so we don't have to do any ritual or anything. We're just all open on the first degree, 
and then that way we can conduct business again. Uh, there's still certain things that we're restricted from doing, but because at least, you know, there are lodges that have either met in Zoom meetings and the executive committee or whoever has been making decisions because decisions have to be made. And now we have a little more uh, formal process there that we can meet and, and, uh, and make some of those decisions and have those meetings, uh, especially since we don't do the, the board of general purposes thing down here as much as David wants us to. Yes, there's several things from Canada I would like to steal, and general purposes is absolutely one of them. <laughs> yeah, so here's what the, uh, here's what the uh, junior grand uh, warden said. He said, we need to look at our constitution and bylaws and determine what we need to change. We don't need to add things that tell the lodge what they can and cannot do. We need to remove more restrictive wording and allow more flexibility. As an example... Uh, and he cites their section 1506 on the bylaws in the election. Election of officers shall be by written ballot. A brother receiving majority of all votes cast is duly elected. And what he's proposing is, is that election of officers shall be by secret ballot. Just one word change from written to secret. So now you're covering a, a far broader spectrum. And then it talks about installations and it says, um, the master of a lodge may, for the installation of officers, either separate or joint, open his lodge on the master mason degree in a tiled lodge room or either lodge. What he's proposing is the master of a lodge may, for the installation of officers, either separate or joint, open his lodge on the master mason degree in a tiled lodge room or secured virtual lodge room of either lodge. There's just those additions to change how we're able to, to uh, conduct our business. When, and they found the same thing as what we discovered here. And I had a conversation with Trevor oh, some months back about the pandemic in 1918-1919. And while in Washington state, they made some changes to get them through it. They didn't make any of the changes to be uh, future oriented. So they made some temporary changes, they did it, and then they went back to what they were doing without foresight to helping those that follow us. So that's the one thing the Grandmaster wants to do uh, for us is to make sure that we've got a process in so, you know, his successor and, and, and uh, his successor, so we'll just say like Ken Overy and, and Art Smith and Mark Forster, they have a process that they can fall back on and they don't have to go out again and, and uh, uh, reinvent the wheel. Do you have plans for your annual communication? I know Washington is still in that gray area. <laughs> and uh, do, you, do you have any thoughts about what's what you're going to do? Yes and no. <laughs> uh, this is what this whole year has been like, uh, David. Um, like according to the Constitution, to hold a Grand Lodge, it must be in June. This year would be around the 19th. And all officers are elected and installed at our grant, must be, must be elected and installed at our grant lodge. Uh, we can't have uh, open installations like Washington can. So it puts us in a little bit of a quandary. Some of the other things uh, that we've tried to do is just be prepared for any and all outcomes coming moving forward. And that includes the election of the junior ground warden. 
Now, if we're not able to meet, and British Columbia is probably not as in good a shape as Washington as far as the vaccine rollout. I think it's a pretty bold step to say that we're going to be able to have a Grand Lodge in June. But we're going to be prepared for anything that comes up at that point, even a, a reduced Grand Lodge like we had last year. Uh, but there again, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull it off. Like we had 27 at our last Grand Lodge. And I don't think we're going to have enough vaccines out that they're going to relax the health regulations moving forward. So we have a go or no go date of uh, March the 12th. And that will allow for, with the expression of interest for the junior grand warden has gone out. So those will come in. Uh, whether or not, if we cancel it, is there a, is there a purpose of, of uh, having a junior grand warden in waiting? I don't really think so. I think it's more, uh, it would be a better Grand Lodge to have them elected installed just the way we used to do it. And I think it's much more meaningful. And I would really, really hope that uh, if it's not this year, maybe in 2022 or 23, we're going to be able to do that. So it really would be a, a nice thing to be able to get back to the norms of just a, just a year and a bit ago. So it's definitely created some problems. A question for Trevor. Trevor, did, did the Grand Lodge of BC make any changes during the 1918 pandemic? You're muted, Trevor. Uh, not a one. And if you look at our proceedings for 1919, neither the Grand Master nor Grand Secretary made any mention that there had been an epidemic. Uh, mind you, that we were not, we were not unique in that. Uh, and Freemasonry was not unique in that in, in, the, in society at the time. It seems that within a year uh, of that event, uh, everyone just wanted to forget it had ever happened. We were on the conference the other day. I believe uh, Arizona did make a few changes that would help them. Um, so we were just going around the table a little bit. There was, was some interesting conversations about it. Uh, and I don't believe Washington did a heck of a lot either, if I'm not mistaken. You may know more than we do. We're pretty good, but we don't have our grand historian <laughs> at the ready. <laughs> right. Yeah. And to clarify, Trevor wasn't actually at that Grand Lodge. He just knows a lot. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> So on that note, um, <laughs> we're we're running a little low on time here. Thanks. So man. having having done our uh, our every session Trevor bashing, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd sort of like to run the horn of the our guest here real quick. Is there, um, brother Chris? Do you have anything else you'd like to to add or? Uh, the last little thing I wanted to add, Matthew, is um, you you asked what might what the uh, lasting legacy of this uh, of of us using Zoom might be, and although at this point I can't see uh, doing any tiled meeting over this technology, I think what may be an advantage for the brethren is once we get back to regular meetings, to be able to bring in brethren um, to the festive board. Why couldn't we have a laptop in the festive board so some of the brethren could come in who can't make the meetings anymore and we could have a toast with them? So if nothing else, maybe uh, maybe that could uh, could be the uh, the the you know golden outcome to this. 
Thank you. Uh, right Worship Brother Rick, do you have any, any last words? I do. Uh, we are working on a, um, a uh, uh, guidelines for dress code and for, uh, and, uh, for watching what we say when we're in a uh, Zoom meeting. Uh, breaking it down, I'm uh, working with the uh, Cornerstone Project, working it out into uh, three types of meetings, a casual meeting, a business meeting, and a lodge meeting, uh, like official visits and, and uh, things along that line. So we're breaking it out that way. Um, brother Bill Bishop had, is working with uh, regular brother uh, Ken Christofferson on bringing all of that together. Uh, we're kind of doing a little bit of it now because uh, there are instructions that are coming out when we hold the Grandmaster's uh, uh, virtual official visit and virtual official in brackets visit. We want to be really clear that uh, it's a separate process um, uh, because we don't want to come, we don't want to lead anybody down the wrong road. That's for sure. So anyways, that that is is coming. And uh, you'll see it uh, when you attend the uh, virtual meeting with the Grandmaster. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And most worship brother Don, do you have any, any closing words in these last uh, three and a half minutes here? I don't know about three and a half minutes, Matthew, but uh, <laughs> I'll just recap. I'm very impressed at the Brethren of British Columbia and Yukon for how they've embraced this virtual and and they have and it's not just in the lower mainland in the metropolitan areas it's up in the interior we had a, um, a robert burns evening that had 60 some odd people and i don't think they would have had 60 visitors to their lodge in many 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 years it was a very well done meeting uh, and as i stated before as grandmaster it's very heartening to see lodges that hadn't been doing anything engaging with their brother you know and it's uh, it's uh, it's really made it a lot easier for us and we've really really noticed how much they're engaging with their brother and it's, and it's uh, the meetings are getting bigger in number they're being as just as uh, the director of ceremony said they're starting to dress appropriately rather than just in jeans because they started out as just gatherings just to get people together and now we're actually doing something at those meetings and if, uh, if I or any one of my officers can help the whole jurisdiction, we're here to do that. So, and yes, I have taken some flack along the way at different meetings, you know, and, uh, but I got big shoulders. So, <laughs> but anyway, I think that's about all I have to say. And uh, I just hope that all the brethren of the jurisdiction stay safe and keep involved with their brethren. And when we, Come out of this pandemic, I hope we come out better than we went in. And I and in a lot of ways, I think we have, because we've all realized what we missed this last year. And I think I think a lot of I think a lot of the brethren will put the little bit extra in moving forward. Here, here. Let's 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 all work together to make tomorrow better than today is. I know I've had many, many uh, conversations with Chris down here, and I've, I've phoned the other grandmasters I was talking to, uh, Reg in Alberta this afternoon, and uh, we're trying to do things together. I was on one visit with you, with uh, your grandmaster, uh, Matt, and uh, I think there was four, 
at least four grandmasters in attendance at that meeting. We had uh, Alaska, we had, you know, same thing they did a few years ago, and it was nice to do that. And I, I saw another email, I didn't open it. Alaska is going to have a, a meeting when we can all attend up there and support him. So, well, that's great. Well, it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff, brother. And then it's up to us what the way we come out of this. You're in a bit hiatus. We all have to take a little bit of extra effort once we do start meeting again. And it'll it'll pay off in dividends. There's a, one of the lodges here in my district, as a matter of fact, that's got, I think, 23 in waiting. Wow, that's great. So it's, it's not all bad that. news out there. So, And, and, uh, and on behalf of uh, myself and David and Trevor and Steve, uh, we're looking forward to the uh, a brighter future, as, as we all said. And I want to thank you all, our three guests, for coming out this evening. And we look forward to hearing from you again on the Working Tools podcast. Thank My you. pleasure.